You're listening to From the Front Lines, a special podcast from WUFT during the COVID-19 pandemic. This podcast provides daily updates on Florida's response to coronavirus with a particular focus on North Central Florida. In addition to news and important information, From the Front Lines will feature a member of the community who is working to keep the community safe or running during these challenging times. Hello, I'm your host, Ryan Vasquez, and this is From the Front Lines. Alachua County Public Schools has won a grant to help support its school bus Wi-Fi program. The $5,000 grant is being provided through the Florida Education Foundation's Distance Learning Innovations Mini Grant Program. The school bus Wi-Fi program was launched April 20th to provide free internet access to children doing schoolwork while schools are physically closed due to COVID-19. Marion County Public Schools Class of 2020 cap and gown deliveries start Monday and will continue through May 15th. A drive through format maintains safe social distancing and offers seniors the opportunity to make memorable moments with school leaders. Parents and students can visit each high school's homepage via marionschools.net for specific pickup time frames by senior's last name initial. High school graduation ceremonies should be announced later this week. Special details, including dates and times, are forthcoming. Farmers in North Central Florida are frustrated after a delayed response from the U.S. Department of Agriculture in distributing surpluses of food to food banks. The director of the Florida Blueberry Growers Association, Brittany Lee, says blueberry farms were originally projected to market over 25 million pounds of blueberries, but due to a drop in demand, that target is now for 17 to 19 million. The silver lining that's come out of the pandemic is that hopefully consumers are starting to realize the importance of buying domestic, American-grown food. Lee says that despite all the obstacles, her farm would do its best to continue providing high-quality produce. Governor Ron DeSantis is providing details on what he calls his safe, smart, step-by-step plan to reopen Florida. Phase 1 includes elective surgeries resuming, and retail stores can operate at 25% capacity. Restaurants can offer outdoor seating with six feet of space between tables and indoor seating at 25% of capacity. The governor says he will wait before making a change on reopening bars, gyms, and personal services such as hairdressers. Some things will remain the same, however, such as schools will continue distance learning and visits to senior living facilities are still prohibited. Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach, the counties with the largest amount of reported positive cases of coronavirus, are excluded from Phase 1. The federal agency overseeing the Paycheck Protection Program will be reviewing loans of more than $2 million. Other COVID-19 relief loan programs may also be reviewed. This comes as larger chains are returning their loans after facing criticism for taking money meant for small businesses. Bill Hurley has the National Federation of Independent Business in Florida. Shame on those people that abused it. Uh, We are uh, very much encouraging the SBA uh, to track down these abuses and uh, uh, exact penalties, uh, if appropriate. He's hoping auditors will ferret out larger businesses who are abusing the loan program as soon as possible. Florida's price gouging hotline has now been contacted nearly 3,800 times related to inflated prices on essential commodities. Attorney General Ashley Moody activated the state price gouging hotline on March 10th after Governor DeSantis declared a state of emergency because of the coronavirus. So far, the Attorney General's office has issued 69 subpoenas as part of investigations into price gouging on high-demand items amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Moody says the information gathered by her office was largely based on hundreds of tips provided by consumers. When you combat issues of crime or deceit or fraud in communities, having the help of community members, asking them to help us is one of the biggest tools we have. It is a team effort. Floridians have received more than $275,000 in refunds. 
Couples who have been planning their weddings for months have had to cancel or postpone their big day due to COVID-19 and the stay-at-home orders put in place to prevent the spread of the virus. So what are couples to do? How about something you might see in Las Vegas? Alachua County Clerk of the Court Jess Irby is providing drive through weddings for couples looking to tie the knot during this unprecedented pandemic. WUFT's Cameron Lund spoke with Irby about what prompted the idea and what the ceremonies will look like. How did you come up with this idea for the, uh, the drive through wedding, sir? So we had a bunch of folks who had gotten their licenses, were all set to have their weddings, and then the pandemic hit and all of their weddings got canceled. And so they were kind of scrambling. They were worried about what to do. They had a license that was going to expire. They couldn't get a refund or an extension. I was unable to do weddings inside the courthouse. And so I was sitting there thinking one afternoon, and we've got a drive-through that we've uh, dusted off and we've been reusing. It's been closed for nearly 20 years wow. um, that we that we uh, fired back up so that folks could come and still handle business at the courthouse but not have to come inside. And so I was thinking about it. I was like, man, you know, I had an uncle get married in Vegas. I wonder if we could do, could we do drive-through weddings? And so right. I went and I talked, I went and talked to um, my, one of my deputy clerks, who's our marriage coordinator. And I was talking to her about it for a little bit. I said, what would it take to do this? And could we do it? She says, I think we could pull it off. I said, all right. I said, then we're going to do it. And so that was basically how it all came to be. It all happened in about 15 minutes. I was just sitting there thinking, how can I help these folks that are out there uh, stuck that, you know, they want to get married, but they just can't. How many, like, how many calls have you had about just, like, they have this license, they need it to happen? Like, there was it a high number? It was, I mean, it was a significant amount of folks. And so we, uh, it was enough to where I was, you know, I was feeling pretty bad. And uh, I don't have an exact count, but it was, you know, I, if I could ask somebody about it, they'd have a more accurate description. But they were coming to me and saying, man, We've got a lot of folks here who are in a tough situation. We've got folks at the office. You know, right. their their daughter's wedding was set, and they had to cancel it, and they're kind of in a bind. Um, but, I, it, you know, it's a significant statewide issue. Mm -hmm. And are other, like, counties in the state, is this, is this the first you've heard of this? Are we the first ones to do this, or is it other counties kind of leaning that way as well? As far as I know, I, I haven't seen any other counties doing drive-through weddings. I've seen a couple um, where they're, you know, stepping outside and doing weddings outside. Right. I've seen a, a couple where they're trying to do weddings like electronically over Zoom, but um, I don't, I don't know of anybody doing drive-through weddings like this. You know, I'm hoping folks will come. I hope they really, you know, I'm trying to make it a nice special event. You know, their special day already got canceled. And right. so I want to do something good for them. And uh, so I'm trying to get, uh, you know, decorated up, really put on a festive fun time. So it'd be great if they dress up, decorate their cars, do whatever. We have, a, you know, we have a big time with it. Do you, um, do you know since, you know, the government's talking about us possibly, you know, starting the reopening process when once a month starts later this week, do you think, I know you had a separate date set aside. Is that one up in the air? Uh, we've already had a bunch of folks scheduled for it, so I'm still planning on doing it. Um, if they all cancel on me, then I'll cancel it. But right now, uh, you know, we got swamped with phone calls when it got first announced. And so we booked 30 weddings nearly immediately. And okay. I said, man, we could we could do this thing all night. And um, so 
I said, let's, all right, let's do a second night and we'll start filling that one up. So more than likely, I mean, we're already double digits weddings on the 14th. So more than likely I'll be doing it. Right. So um, like, what's the process going to be like? So it'll be, I mean, basically people, you know, they're going to line up. um, They're going to come in, drive up to the window. We will take their paperwork from them. um, the, The ceremony fee and then I will, you know, go into it, and we will do the wedding ceremony, and then we will take it, their um, marriage certificate, I'll do all the signing that I need to do, we'll give them a ceremonial uh, certificate, we'll take the actual license, it'll get recorded in the morning, and then we'll mail it off back to them, Um, and then we've actually got a local bakery that's going to be showing up, they've offered their services, and so they're going to be providing cupcakes to everybody, um, that's getting married, and right. I mean that's really pretty much it. I mean, folks are just going to drive up to the big window. I'll be in there with a deputy clerk, and we're going to, you know, handle all the business. Uh, the only thing that we won't be able to do is processing applications. Everybody needs to have gotten their license beforehand. I mean, bottom line, you got to have. There's a waiting period anyway uh, right. for Florida residents, and so we just we won't have the time and the ability to handle that. It'll be ceremony only. Understood. How many? How many? How many people did you said you have signed up for uh, tomorrow night? So we've got thirty scheduled weddings starting at five, with the last ones scheduled at eleven. And so you've got them, you know, with shorter than every fifteen minutes, there'll be right. a wedding. Um, and then you've got, um, and then I don't know who may just show up that has a license but didn't make an appointment. So we could do over thirty. So you're prepared for a little bit of a long night. I'll be ready. I'm going to get some good rest when I'll bring um, – I'll stay hydrated and keep going strong. All right. Is there uh, anything else you'd like to say? Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's a really fun, exciting event, you know, really for these couples that may have had their dream wedding dash that uh, we can still put on a good show for them and they can have a fun, memorable night. From the Front Lines is a production of the Innovation News Center at the College of Journalism and Communications at the University of Florida. Thank you to our producers, Taylor Levesque, Daniela Mora, Anthony Montalto, Josh Williams, Melissa Fato, and Cameron Lund. Also, thanks to our fellow Florida public media stations for their contributions to this podcast. And a special thank you to Matt Abramson and Craig Lee for their work behind the scenes. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have a story to share with From the Front Lines, please contact WUFT on Facebook or Twitter, or send an email to news at WUFT.org. That's news at WUFT.org. Join us tomorrow for another edition of From the Front Lines. I'm your host, Ryan Vasquez, and of course, thanks for listening.